the most dynamic time period in the history where things are changing so rapidly so is the case with the careers as well many careers have emerged in the last 5 years and we are anticipating many more to emerge in the next 5 to 10 years we will come across certain careers and professions which ha- which we haven't heard so far so is it easy to find a dream job in this uka world and when i say uka uka stands for volatile uncertain complex and ambiguous so in today's episode let us discuss this topic with sham sadashivan this is the guiding voice podcast series the guiding voice for a better future folks i am your host navin samala just a fellow it professional on a mission to shape the careers and lives of millions across the globe through the guiding voice we help and enable successful leaders share their knowledge and wisdom with the world so that our audience will acquire more knowledge by tuning into the guiding voice per every minute than any other podcast in this space thank you so much for joining me today and we are extremely pleased to have sham part of tgv's journey in shaping the careers and lives of millions across the globe sham i'm super excited to have you here and welcome to the guiding voice thank you navin what a lovely uh, intro to the podcast as well as uh, as me i feel honored to be here and to be honest a bit intimidated your uh, your way with the mic is something i need to learn from thank you for having me <laughs> sure sure and uh, pleasure to have you here sham let's get started maybe you can briefly share your career journey and top 3 things that have helped you so far so uh, well thank you um, uh, for the opportunity to speak about my career i'm a career coach uh, and educator uh, also an author and a speaker uh, right now Uh, I've got about 20 plus years uh, experience uh, starting from being an engineer in the silicon valley after I finished my uh, degree in engineering in india uh, I spent some time in engineering then I moved into marketing sales operations found my way uh, to england uh, for a bit I worked at arm the microprocessor company for nearly 18 years and uh, found my way back to india about 7 or 8 years ago to really kind of reunite and reconnect with uh, with family and my roots i'm loving it here i'm based out of bangalore right now most of my time is spent in uh, career coaching uh, and uh, training i also do a bit of uh, public speaking and i'm uh, kind of deep into my second book i've i've just published one and i'm really eager to do uh, to do more so all of that is what keeps me occupied today and i'd love to talk a bit more about what could be uh, useful for uh, people to hear absolutely So in this uh, journey as a engineer and then author public speaker career coach what are top 3 things that i will so far top 3 things it's so hard to prioritize isn't it um, <laughs> uh, let me uh, let me tell you what's kind of uh, bubbling up for me uh, right now one of the things that uh, i definitely spend time with myself as well as my clients is there's a large energy around today about pursuing your passion and passion has its place if you know what it is Pursuing your passion is great advice when you already know what it is. But I have been a seeker, and I continue to be a seeker uh, in my professional life. And I never really had one single passion, so it's been very difficult for me to pursue any single passion. Uh, for me, it's more about pursuing my curiosity, and it has led me to places I never imagined I could go to. So, large part of what I do and my successes right now have been because I've been curious. I've been passionately curious. uh to you know take that thing from einstein quote i'm not really special i'm just passionately curious i love that and that has really helped me second i'm taking the opportunity today i actually announced that i just received my icf professional coaching certificate just today and i wrote about it today uh and a large part of what i shared on linkedin today in my article 
is the is the second thing i want to talk about which is a support network there's very very little we can do alone we can't do it alone many if it's something worth doing for me large big hairy audacious goals it has largely been first setting up my foundations in terms of skills as well as my support uh, system my friends my family my coaches my mentors so that's my kind of second uh, second bit and third is largely about just doing stuff right like i i had a go at a podcast uh, about a year and a half ago just did an experiment you know that's why i have this mic for example and i did a bit i did about seven eight interviews and after that it died down i want to resurrect it but my whole point was you no know, let's go and do something i that's how i you know jumped to writing a book as well because i was overthinking it so even now when i coach my clients it's about stopping overthinking and starting doing taking one step forward not thinking all the way to the end because life's very unpredictable sham you mentioned uh, you pursued curiosity rather than passion and you had multiple passions yes. right and uh, i i have gone through a couple of your articles and all you said uh, following passion is not the right thing to do why is it so yeah i mean you know following your passion is the right thing to do if you know what it is what i see and i i coach uh, professionals through it they go they say something like 15 years 20 years i've worked i don't really have a passion what do i do so there's almost this pressure on you that you have to find one but it's okay not to find one isn't it maybe you're passionate about many things quite kind of broadly which is the case with me for example you know i don't have one passion that drives me every day every day i almost want to do something different so in a way variety is my passion you could say maybe so if you do have a passion like you can come across to me navin as having a passion for sharing and podcasting and communicate you should follow it because you already yeah. know what it is so if you don't know what your passion is i think going into a rat hole trying to find a passion is not really very productive or constructive so if you feel you have one great go for it if you don't follow curiosity instead be curious try to learn try to watch others doing some interesting things uh, just last weekend i was in bandipur doing a permaculture workshop like i know nothing about farming i wanted to learn and when some of my friends this is why support network is so important push me to say i am really interested in this would you want to come i'm like okay how long a couple of days okay great worked with the family i'm going for a couple of days it wasn't that big a deal i was like let's go and see it and i kind of my head is exploding with ideas now so once you become curious i think chasing curiosity is a in today's world is a, is a, is a pretty good formula yeah enlightening and uh, sham now let's talk about setting the smarter goals mm-hmm. i think you help your clients in setting the smarter goals and all right so what are your tips setting goals right i mean setting goals is such a fascinating thing because you know some people say it's about the journey not the destination some people say unless you know the destination you don't know where you're going you know so there's always these schools of thought uh, where should i set a goal should i not set a goal should i just enjoy my journey should i just kind of keep going i think goal setting is very important if you feel the need for a goal if you are happy you are happy already you know there's nothing to do uh, if you want to get somewhere just be clear about what you want to get you may not get it you may not get there but at least you know which direction your ship is pointed you know like that old saying you know if you don't know where you're going you'll definitely get there so have an idea at least point in the right direction you know you're going to want to go that way at least you point in the right direction and take one or two steps towards it i say smarter goals because smart goals is quite used by um, a lot of us specific measurable actionable relevant time bound smart goals is kind of into the corporate way of thinking what does not happen is the little bit that you can add to smart to make it smarter e and r 
E is to evaluate the goals because goals are not a single point in time. You don't have to sit with them. You know, you can change them. Maybe you're doing even better. So you go, you know, further. Maybe you're not doing that well enough. Maybe there's a problem. So you pull it back, you know, evaluate them. And the last one is um, really to then readjust them as well. Maybe you are actually chosen the wrong direction. Maybe you have to change a track and go somewhere else. Right? That's happened to me as well uh, many times in my career and I see people doing that. You should not fall into the trap of continuing to stay on a path that is not working. Yeah, we have a tendency to put good money after bad um, just because we want to uh, you know, stick to that decision we made for whatever reason. So smarter goals, evaluate, readjust, keep things alive. A goal is not written in blood and can't be changed it should be changed yeah i can relate to it it's all about evolution of goals and uh, mm-hmm. adjusting to the timings and all and it happens in certain organizations as well like wherein they don't uh, just ask employees to be rigid with them and evaluate from time to time mm. and adjust them yeah it, it makes absolute sense mm. thanks thanks for sharing that sam and uh yeah in in the earlier answer you also mentioned about um your client, you advise your clients not to uh, overthink, right? So mm-hmm. what are your tips for stop to stop thinking and start doing? I'll take this one, this very podcast as an example, right? <laughs> because, you know, I could have sat for like six hours and thinking about it uh, and said, Naveen, I'm not ready or whatever. You know, you, you should not feel ready for anything, Naveen. I think no one should ever feel ready for anything. If you are feeling ready, you can actually go for more. And this is where we get uh, stuck. We get stuck because we don't feel we are ready. You know, am I ready for this conversation with Naveen? That doubt should be there. Only then I'll do well. You know, that slight anxiety, slight excitement. So two things I want to say about um, getting going. Stop overthinking and start doing. As I keep saying. Number one, if anything is really quick, just do it. This comes from David Allen's book uh, and his work on the two-minute rule. You know, if something is two minutes, just do it right now. But don't finish, fill your day with two-minute things. Don't keep doing two-minute things. You need to make time. But then if you're just doing stuff and you find something you can do in two minutes, just do it. You know, uh, Someone asks for a quick favor. Someone asks for a message. Someone asks for an action. Just do it in the moment. What this does is it tricks the brain into doing rather than thinking about Is this the right thing? By the time you finish thinking, the two minutes is over. You could have finished it there instead of thinking about it. Second, much bigger decisions. How do you do? You know, how do you stop overthinking and start doing for big decisions? I love the uh, that uh, uh, Bezos's model. I don't know what he calls this. Type one, type two decisions. So type one are the irreversible decisions, right? Almost think about it like jumping off a cliff, right? It cannot be reversed. For example, or like uh, one way um, doors, like selling your company. It's going to be very difficult to buy it back. <laughs> you know, um, once you make a type one decision, uh, the chances of going back are very small. The second is type two decisions where it is, you can go back. Like, you know, we we got together, what we exchanged messages a few weeks ago. And I said, yep, immediately. When you said, are you up for it? My immediate answer is yes. And then I'll figure it out. If I spend a day or two thinking about should I, should I not? That's a very, very bad use of my time because it's not a type. I can always come back to you and say, Naveen, can we reschedule it? Can we change it? You know, it's not a type one selling the company type of irreversible decision. So take the type two decision and then figure it out because the cost of overthinking a type two decision is way higher than the risk of just going for it. So a couple of ideas that came to mind there. 
all right so let's move on and i have another interesting question hmm. many a times like if we observe people like um, they start somewhere let's assume they earn 25 grand per month and they have an i saying that i have to get 50 grand and yes. 100 grand and yes. it keeps on right and we are never happy right so how can we be truly happy with our jobs not just from the monetary perspective but overall <laughs> oh how do we truly happy my goodness <laughs> that's like uh, you know the question of life you know how do we <laughs> how do we happy with something no but this is so important in today's age right because i you know in my work in coaching a large part of my clientele are unhappy about something and they want to change something so this is a very 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 uh, deep question actually and i'd like to start by saying that rather than trying to define what happy is for anybody uh, i urge you me anyone else to understand what it means to you individually what does happiness really mean in terms of money in terms of people in terms of work in terms of everything so for example i do this exercise called the wheel of life with all my clients it's a very simple coaching exercise anyone can google wheel of life and find it it's basically about understanding the aspects of your life that are important to you and ranking them 1 through 10 and saying what is the balance i have among all of these you could be 10 on 10 on money but 2 on 10 on health is that good you might be 10 on 10 on money but 1 uh, on 10 on family because you're not spending any time with them for example or you might be 10 on 10 on everything which is great i mean you got it you got it fixed you got it sorted right so thinking about what the balanced approach to work life everything is i think that is very important number one you need to know what is happiness for you you need to actually connect to that state this is why i you know i'm doing the work i'm doing as well as uh, i left my corporate job to do what i want that made me happy i would never say to everybody to leave their corporate jobs because you know everyone's life is different everyone's situation is different so what you need to do first understand the balance that you have in your life and the balance what kind of balance makes you happy second what kind of work do you actually want to do right you may or may not get it but do you know it that is important right then it's about uh, people who do you want to be with what kind of boss do you want what kind of routine do you want in your work so basically you put it all together put put it together into a view for yourself what actually makes you happy first understanding that and maybe ticking the boxes one by one because not everything may happen at the same time so what makes somebody happy at work number one step know what makes you happy it can never really be one single switch it's usually a mix of factors Yeah, I remember this uh, uh, wheel of life. I think uh, in one of our corporate training, uh, corporate trainings at General Electric, I've gone through that exercise. It is pretty much helpful. Thanks for sharing that. And uh, let's move on to the, another question. Mm-hmm. Can you briefly talk about some job trends in 2022 and beyond, and how should the job aspirants prepare? <clears throat> yeah, uh, let's talk about what's happening right now. let's pick the top 3 skills i would say top 3 things you might want to do to grow your careers and i won't make it very specific to any specific uh, job like i'm not going to talk about artificial intelligence or marketing or data science but i'd like to talk about maybe the top few things that come up to mind as to what you need to do to really thrive in today's job market number 1 and i cannot say this more i've been writing about it recently sharing it with my clients I do work with most senior clients so when I work with them I realize that this is probably the number one barrier digital literacy yeah being able to function really really well in a completely digital world what does that mean 
writing fantastic emails having a good mic like having a good speaker communicating well in the digital manner right having being able to express yourself uh, remotely you know not saying you know what i'm going to meet the person face to face and then resolve this problem you may never get the chance you know you may have to broadcast like many of us are not comfortable broadcasting a message like writing something online that everybody can see like it's very intimidating isn't it to write something that a billion people can see at the same time for example like there's nearly a billion people on linkedin today if you write something it is actually available to everybody you know so can you actually find a way to become digitally literate and feel comfortable with the digital world we live in that is extremely important and that doesn't mean using facebook and instagram you know that means actually being there and living in the digital world second um and i think this is probably the most misunderstood and abused word which is the branding the personal branding aspect and i do not want to say you know you become uh, you know like a, a well known commercial brand that is not what i'm saying the personal branding aspect is important because in the digital world everybody needs to understand who you are by looking you up digitally right so if i go to your podcast page now you know look up look you up on linkedin or on our website you know that sends a message to me that tells me a bit about who you are the days of just resumes are over the days of just resumes are over when i want to know about navin samala i go to google and google your name don't i right do you know what comes up first 5 10 links for your name and are you happy with it you can you can change i mean i found something very very old and outdated uh, somewhere so i asked the person to take it out it was just my friend we had written a blog when you we were in our first year of college or something it was still there and i'm like this is no longer relevant for my digital footprint can we kind of take it down and we just had a chat both were irrelevant so we took it down you know so that's my second thing and the third thing is that old uh, you know saying plans are everything planning is nothing sorry plans are nothing planning is everything so that's the old saying from war time so even today we spend a lot of time on the planning but not enough on trying on attempting on experimenting So if you don't know something right just try it rather than plan 6 months for it so things like would it be okay if i message that person what would they think i'm like message and find out no <laughs> you know what are you going to lose this is not a type one decision remember bezos's thing why are you worrying you can always say oh okay let's get on with it what's going to happen so you know thinking about type two actions thinking about more and more type two actions and getting on with it that's my third tip wonderful I, I loved all the three. In fact, uh, pretty much relevant to anybody and everybody at every career stage. Uh, simply superb. All right. So now uh, talking about your career coaching experience, right? Mm-hmm. So what are some common trends that you have observed in your uh, conversations uh, with with your clients, and what are mistakes that we can avoid mm-hmm. for a long term career growth? You said long term career growth, so I'm going to focus on something very strategic and deep. yeah yeah absolutely yeah and this is the essence of my answer itself and this is the problem also the issue in today in today's kind of social media influencer driven world is that we are all looking for quick dopamine hits we are all looking for hacks yeah so one thing i make very clear in my practice in my teaching in my coaching is i don't have any hacks for you you know if you want to do the work let's talk so i think this is the biggest mistake is i sometimes have done discovery calls with potential clients say what do you need and they say tell me how to do this 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 and that i know is not going to be a very effective coaching engagement because they're saying tell me how to do xyz you know 
and that's a mistake you need to explore with your coach with your mentor what will work for you instead of looking for answers all the time because everything we you know whenever we say something as a google it you know you can't google for deep questions right what do i do with my life you can't google it you can only google it and find what somebody else did with their life you know so the, the i think the number one mistake uh, that i at least help clients to avoid is to look for quick fixes and hacks because any problem uh, worth fixing is usually quite deep so you need to go jump right into the problem and avoid the urge to just put a bandaid on it it will feel okay the next day the day after it's going to come back you know it's not like you know you can fix everything with a paracetamol or an aspirin tablet you got to go deep so my, so that's my kind of saying you know don't do not please avoid the mistake of uh, fixing things and with hacks trying to go deep into the issue really understand yourself understand the challenge and do something that will you know potentially take uh, time to fix uh, one of my heroes online is naval ravikant and uh, uh, he uh, talks about his physical trainer who tells him hard choices easy life easy choices hard life i'll repeat hard choices easy life easy choices hard life so let's take the hard choices in fact if eventually life will be easy for us uh, let's not pick all the easy choices they'll probably give us a quick hit uh, dopamine and make us feel happy in the moment but in the long run like you you asked me for long term impact they don't work so profound hard choices easy life and easy choices hard life so choices up to you <laughs> yeah yeah and that is a hard choice in itself isn't it <laughs> absolutely i get it all right so this has been great conversation so far sham but i would like to lighten up the mood of our audience so hmm. if you are okay let's uh, open a quick rapid fire round sure let's do it i don't know <laughs> the questions i am not thought of any answers so you're going to hear whatever comes to me in the moment <laughs> absolutely all right so what what was your childhood fantasy to fly a rocket to the moon oh, interesting <laughs> moving on to my next one what word do you hate hearing settled because i've been asked all my life are you settled now you know when i did my got my first job is are you settled uh, when i got married are you settled when i had two children are you settled when i bought a home they were settled i don't understand that word i don't ever want to be settled so yeah that really oh, gets me all oh. in, in fact there is one uh, song in telugu next nt okay you can uh, google for it and all and say all about that what next what next what next what next <laughs> yeah. moving on uh, what is one of your nicknames sonu my uh, my parents call me sonu uh, good one what item is worth spending more money on yourself i uh, am a huge fan of learning Uh, i've uh, spent uh, a significant amount of time on learning development myself my wife my kids education learnings building skills doing something with ourselves we would never books we are homos covered in books so ourselves uh, what item ourselves if you can think of us as an item um, and also <laughs> and also uh, skill uh, upskilling learning development inspiring all right so moving on to the last one for the rapid fire what is one electronic gadget that you would like to see or invent yourself uh, something that um, just kind of gives me an electric shock whenever i reach for my phone to to just to scroll random nonsense <laughs> something that goes stop it jump don't pick it up <laughs> quite interesting <laughs> all right the rapid fire was real quick let's uh, flip back to the mainstream and sure. uh, before i let you go one final question uh, sham what will be your one piece of advice to those aspiring to make to make big in their careers or lives 
stop overthinking start doing i know be going big uh, want to do something great uh, aspirational and you know i'm i'm rooting for all of you to do the best you can in this today uh, in this day and age today um, it's very difficult to chart a full path uh, to your goals it's very very difficult to go step 1 step 2 step 3 all the way extremely difficult to plan the only thing that really matters is whether you do go from step 1 to 2 and then from 2 to 3 and so on so at every step uh, keep an eye on the prize keep an eye on a big goal but ensure that you don't get stuck uh, keep trying keep experimenting and all the best excellent thank you for the wonderful message and uh, sham this was really an insightful conversation thank you so much for joining me today it was pleasure to talk to you about career planning as well as uh, job trends and everything that is required to be successful thanks again thank you thank you so much for having me all right so folks before we move into the trivia section here is a small request to you in case if you haven't subscribed to us please subscribe from the app where you have tuned in from also if you have loved this episode and found it useful please share with at least 3 of your friends or colleagues who can benefit from the guiding voice thank you so much in advance now let's cruise into the trivia segment of today's episode today's trivia is about working life and i'm going to share you a couple of facts here you know monday is the most common sick day except in australia because uh, uh, tuesday is the australia's most common sick day and uh, as everybody guesses fridays are the least likely sick day and people are much happier and more likely to fulfill their duties on a friday also if you work 40 hours a week up until 65 years you'll work just over 90000 hours in your lifetime and here comes the bonus you know who is credited with writing the first resume keep guessing but let me tell you it is leonardo da vinci is credited with writing the first resume that's all for today so folks in case if you have any topic suggestions or speaker recommendations please reach out to me through social media or drop us a note at the guiding voice for you at dreadgmail.com thank you so much for joining me i'm your host navin samala just a fellow it professional and a passionate learner on a mission to make a difference in the lives and careers of millions across the globe until next time bye bye